Well, we've been gone for a little while, but finally got back together, made another podcast. And on this one, we talk about our spring turkey hunting of 2020, some of our highs and lows, and what we've learned from this season and what we hope to do in the seasons to come. Enjoy. All right. Welcome back, Paint Creek Podcast. We've been gone for a little while, boys, but we're back. Uh, it's mid July now, but kind of looking back on. Uh, last spring we kind of missed an opportunity to do some podcasts just we've all been seeing each other just haven't had time to sit down and actually talk so i think today we're going to talk about everybody's highs and lows of turkey season and maybe what you learned or what you liked or what you need to do better next year right yeah looking right at you michael i know get you seven alarm clocks wow you want to start it off on how your turkey season went sure i did what was it just the one weekend I was able to make it out and yeah. went up to northeast Iowa, <clears throat> Yellow River area. And the first day you and I went out. Yep. We heard a few behind us. Well, Nothing the, would come out. Yeah, we had that trail camera we set just over that we had left going in the winter over that scrape. Yep. And I just pulled it like a week before and I'm like, hey, it's like every three days these three toms will strut by for two days in a row then they'll be gone for three and it's like i think this was like day seven so it was gonna be within one of these two days right when they're coming through yeah so well i didn't have anything going on that morning we had it back well we had we had them heard i mean yeah i mean like nothing came out and we saw didn't see anything well we had those ones going and then i don't know if you remember i had to Oh, go yeah. out of the blind because of all the coffee that morning use the restroom i like popped my head up after i was done i'm like oh <laughs> because it's basically like a pasture like a tenure field then the cornfield mm-hmm. behind us and like michael belly crawl up to that fence there's a turkey strutting in the middle of that field must have been working away or i don't i think it was because by the time i actually got up to that fence row it was i mean i couldn't even see him over yeah. the top of that and then when i kind of popped up a little bit they were on like the way other side of the field so even if i you know they had to have been working away from us just because i yeah there was not going to be a shot so there was turkeys happen. moving around on that side of the ravine where we were but my dad had a lot more action going on on his side that yeah. morning well and then that afternoon so we went back for a while and then that afternoon i went out just on my own and nothing same type of thing i mean i didn't even hear any really um that evening and you were coming to pick me up afterwards. Oh, yeah. And then that's, I'm just that. sitting down at the end of this row where he's about to pick me up. And I look over to my right, and I see a Tom out there strutting with a couple hens. And this portion, we were on public before, but this portion was private. That we it, had permission. You, for. Yeah. And then so I got a hold of, I think, you and Vic both, and just making sure I'm yeah. I'm good to be over there. and. So I just started belly crawling down this entire lane, just working my way towards them closer and closer and closer. And I didn't, looking back and after we talked about it, I mean, if I would have known how that part of... You just that, don't know the ground as no. well as we and If I would have known, I would have had a much easier time just drop down behind, yeah. come through the woods, and I had a clear shot. But to have it not known the lay of the land, you did the right call. I mean, you've, you've hunted that public a while, but you've never been on the private ground we have. And right. So, so I belly crawled all the way up to him. I mean, felt like forever. 
started like just side crawling and like rolling and you know just trying to get as close as I possibly could and I had them in my sights for the longest time and I dipped down just over this little ridge and I peeked my head back up and I just saw like just red I'm like okay that's him and I popped back down I'm like okay I need to get a little closer what you know I'm trying to figure out which way I need to go pop back up it's like he's still he's there moving, like he hasn't yeah. moved at all and so I'm like okay pop back down again I'm like well, what do I need to do here and I pop up it's like that can't be it like that can't be the Tom you're like within 40 I'm, yards yeah. like you're like, ready like there's to no shoot. way <laughs> and so I'm like finally I just like kneel like I get to a knee like a knee and I look up and it's like a fence Stop post. Him. No, the farmer, no. There's a farmer's tile there, and he has a fence post <laughs> that's painted, painted it red, red, so red at the top. I thought you were stalking a decoy. <laughs> yeah, no. And so I'm just, I look up, and there's nothing around me. I'm just like, I've been staring down. I mean, there was a Tom in there strutting, and I was working my way towards him. But that's when he, I was coming down the dead end road, and I'm like, what is he doing out there? <laughs> just crawling out through the middle of the field, and then finally I could. Tom up. had worked his way with that hand, was like a two ridges over by the time he got up to that. Yeah. And I'm just like, well, that's great. And then the but it was the good. Part of that no, it was great experience. But then I remember you were like, yeah, man, I've been belly crawling for a while. And I'm like, well, where'd you start from? Not from where our blinds at. And you're like, no, like where you usually pick me up is where my stuff's at. And you're like, but Onyx says I thought you said has been a half a mile, like point <laughs> five miles. I'm like, you did not belly crawl half a mile, dude. That is not like you're only a couple hundred yards. He's like. No, I said point zero five, and I'm like, oh, I was like, I thought you were trying to tell me you had belly crawled a half mile. Right, I'm like you're so full of shit. I, well, yeah, <laughs> that was good too, though, because I felt like, I mean, that's only been what the third time I've ever turkey hunted, and yeah. I was calling to them and trying to, you know, I was just kind of messing around, just trying to figure out to see what learn. would work, and and it, you know, I kept him around because he kept trying to run off of that hen, but I kept him around enough. Until he turned into a fence post. And so... <laughs> the cool thing, though, about turkeys, like, for you starting out is, like, there's so many up where we hunt mm-hmm. that it's, like, you can mess up a starting tom like that, go literally to the next field, and there's another start. Like, you can just dink around and learn, you know, but... So I think, yeah, first day, it was good. It was, you know, didn't get a turkey and unsuccessful in that way, but the second day really kind of fell apart. <laughs> Could not sleep at all that night. And I was going to go out with Vic, Connor's dad. And my dad has a couple of good spots on this private ground that's like like the honey hole. And he basically like called in one for one guy and he missed like three times at like four turkeys. My dad's like, he's done. He's like, Michael, you want to go in the morning? I got a spot. Michael's like, yeah, I'm all in. So, and then I didn't wake up by the time the alarm went off, and literally, he's like, "We're leaving at five. and I wake up. Finally, wake up. It's like five ten, and I'm like, I look and I see, you know, I, he's gone or whatever. I'm like, well, shit, you know, he left my stuff out. I grabbed it, changed, and I just took off. And I didn't know where I was going exactly, but I was just like, I need to get out there, and I hiked a ways in and. Had some goblin, ran into a couple different hunters, and they, one guy was real pissed. He's like, I haven't seen, so I'm done coming up here. There's too many people on this public ground just freaking out. He got pissed at you on public ground? Not me. Like, he was just Just pissed in general. Like, 
Yeah, and I'm just like, hey, I didn't mean to come up. Like, I mean, that's kind of that's kind of what you get, you know. Well, exactly. Also, where you went is very popular trailhead. He there's plenty of other spots where he wouldn't have seen anybody, but yeah. So he, that is what it is. One less guy in our area. Yeah. No, exactly. So be it. But the the crazy part, I had already shot my turkey, so I like slept in that morning, and I get a text at like seven when I wake up, and it was like. Uh, all it said was done and it was just a turkey just folded over the decoy and michael's never shot a turkey before so i text my dad back i'm like that's awesome i'm so happy he got one and uh he's like no he's still sleeping question mark i'm like what he's like he ain't with me and it was just a picture my dad took a selfie with the turkey and i was just like "Uh uh-oh and i go upstairs at the cabin michael's where his bed's at is all made Doors open, truck's not there. I'm like, I don't know where the hell he is. <laughs> like, this is. So I text him like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "Long story. I'll tell you when I get back." I'm like, "Oh, this isn't gonna be good." Yeah. But I sent, I forwarded you the picture, and you're like, "I'm happy for him, but I'm very pissed right now." <laughs> yeah, pissed at myself, but after the fact, my I dad was said like, he oh. called it not to rub it in, but he had four toms come in with like six hens yeah. into his decoys. He was done in like 45 minutes that morning. Yeah. Ain't no daycare. That's no. Yeah, that's what Nick's that dad truth. tells me. Elk hunting. You can go with me anytime you want, but if you ain't awake, I ain't waking you up. This ain't no daycare. There you go. So yeah, that was my turkey season yeah. this year. So if anybody has any good ideas for alarms out there, let us know because <laughs> Michael needs a few. Apparently, maybe like a turkey gobble. Yeah, <laughs> might get you going. What about you, Nick? How'd yours go? Ours was good. I uh, we go down. South, we go to Iowa City um, or, or Hills area, um, and actually, my wife and I both went uh, second season. Uh, my dad, due to uh, coronavirus, got a bow tag, so he was going to hunt the whole season. Um, ends up getting one on the very first day, so just he yeah. just didn't have to work, so he had the whole season. Yep, of, not let's yeah. clear, he didn't get COVID. No, no, he was but he just because he had the whole. He season. had uh, he had a. a, a a lot more time this year um so he got one the first day um so second season uh, my wife and i go down to iowa city um there's snow on the ground which is kind of cool yeah. um i send my wife with my dad and i'm kind of on the other side of the field which is probably probably 500 yards um and so probably around it was it was very quiet uh right around 9 a.m um she had one uh, just come in silent to the decoys, uh, and it was the first tom that that she had gotten. Um, so she was very excited about that. Um, got some pictures there. Uh, Didn't she shoot one a couple years ago, or is that a she got? Well, she, she had gotten a Jake. She's gotten oh, okay. a couple of Jakes. This was her first uh, tom. So she was pretty pumped about that. Yep. Um, and then so her and I went out that afternoon. And uh, we were sitting together. She she did not bring her gun. Was just watching me because she's all about like trying to learn how things are done. She's very new um, to the the hunting world. And the place where we were going, it's very very noisy, like just windy all the yeah. time, and you can't really hear them. All of a sudden, they're just there. Um, and so I told her like, "Hey, we're gonna be able to see these toms just cruising." You just won't hear a goblin. You're just going yep, to see them. Yep, you're just going to see them. And we set up in a place where you can see them probably 80 yards out, so it gives you enough time. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
sure as heck, we see it coming in. It comes up. It sees our decoys. It's it's coming in. Um, we've got the decoys set at like 25, 30 yards. And I have not uh, missed a turkey in a very long time. Um, I emptied, emptied the gun. Uh, <laughs> four shells. Uh, just missed every single time. Um, at what, that, what was the reason? At that you... point, well, we got out there at 3.30. 4.30, I was out of shells. <laughs> emptied the gun. So I well, yeah, you never really like bring more in your pocket because like if you miss four times, just go home for the day. And that's why that's why I told. <laughs> so I called my dad and I'm like, hey, come pick us up. I don't have a turkey. He's like, well, do you want me to bring more shells? And I'm like, at this point, just get me out of here. Like dead. I need to go. I need to collect myself. Yeah. Um, it's very hard, difficult to miss a, a turkey. Um, and I, I did it right in front of my wife. So that was that was great. So uh, and then so I get back start patterning the gun it's way off i'm not sure what happened it, it must have got dropped or stepped on so do you have just a single dot at the end of your gun no. or is it like like almost like deer sights it's so two beads in the rear in the rear and one bead like it's, it's so it's something that you thing. can bump off yeah like we're just a straight like field barrel like duck hunting and stuff it, it the dots at the end it is what it is yeah okay so it was, and, and so, so you haven't missed in like 10 years with this. You're like, ah, oh, that's good. I've never, once I got patterned, I've never patterned it again. And it was just dead on forever. Which definitely is not how you should be, but I am just as guilty of that. Yeah. I feel so confident in my gun. I'm like, I don't need to pattern it. This yeah. is a waste of a shell. Yeah. So we get home and we start patterning it and it's like a foot and a half high <laughs> and a foot and a half to the right. And I'm like, I don't know what happened. <laughs> so uh, I think your dad did it. He messed with you. Could have been. He he thought it was hilarious. <laughs> and my wife thought it was hilarious too. Um, anyhow, you weren't so, talking a bunch of crap earlier though about how good your gun was, were you? And then you go out and unload it. I may have said something like that. <laughs> That's why they probably have so funny. So anyhow, so next morning we go out. Um, we're sitting in a spot. It's my dad, my wife, and I. Uh, my dad's calling. My wife is just uh, uh, watching. Um, we hear some gobbles uh, way off, and, and we just we kind of know this place that they're in, um, and they don't ever tend to travel our direction from that point. So we take off. We go probably 500 yards, and we get way down in this little ravine. Um, and you can see up both sides fairly well. One side's like timber, the other side's just a green field. Um, and we've got one goblin off kind of to the green field portion, um, pretty close. And we're, we're thinking that that one's going to come in. Um, and he goes silent. Uh, and we're sitting there, and we're sitting there, and probably 30 minutes goes by, 45 minutes goes by. And then up on the, the timbered side, one cracks off. Um, and so from, from that point, my dad was kind of above me. Mm-hmm. So he could see up on the hill in that timbered side pretty well. He said he and my wife, Abby, were able to watch it come in the whole time um, where, where I couldn't. Are uh, you guys in different blinds or are they just set up behind your column? They were. So if you can envision like a ravine, I was below them yeah. and they were up here. And I had a good view on the decoys and they just had a better view they were just, They're just higher up. Yep, yeah. yep. And so as it came down, just cracking off. So I knew it was close. Um, crosses water, crosses the ravine. 
really wanted to come in. He comes in, yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, just put the kibosh on. It was patterned, so I... <laughs> that was it. Yeah. One shot, one kill, like one, it should be. One shot, one kill, yeah. Put her down hard. So that was really fun for them to be able to see it the whole time and yeah. work into the decoys. Um, yeah, just in that one weekend, you guys had a ton of action. I know we were texting back and forth a lot. Yeah. So it seemed like picture after picture, and my dad and I both did well that season. And That was a good weekend for us, but on my end of things, I haven't... For me, turkey hunting is something I've done since I was little and I really like loved it growing up but lately it's just like I, I like it I think it's cool but my dad like loves it but for me I just want to like kill white tails and go elk hunting or duck hunting so turkey hunting is something I like doing but I'm not like gonna spend all day sitting out there and go every single second I can go it's basically like I'll go one weekend then I'm, I'm good it's just scratched you know so my dad's like hey we haven't hunted together in a while you want to go with me? I'm like, sure. Let's do this like I'm eight again. You call. I'll shoot whatever comes in. Well, we're sitting there. We got this tree we always sit at. And you go there, and it's like, basically, there's two logging roads that come up out of this ravine. And they'll be like, anywhere from five to ten turkeys gobbling on this ridge in the morning. We always sit there, and it's like, they're, they're probably 75 yards apart where they come out of this field. And it's like, well, we always commit to this one, then they come out this one. If you commit to that road, they come out this one. It's like, well, let's just kind of somewhat sit in the middle, but commit to the lower one because they typically like to come out on that. Well, sure as heck, they're gobbling, they're gobbling, they're gobbling. I, like, look back over my shoulder because my dad's like, I think they're coming on the low road. So we turn and fully commit to the low road. I just kind of peek back over, and there's two times that come out on the top road. And I'm like, Dad, they're coming out high again. And I know when they come out, they can come in, like, angle a little bit past the decoy to maybe get, like, a 50-yard shot. Which I know is a far shot, but I'm fairly confident in my gun. So I was like, I'm, I'm turning around. You just sighted it in. Yeah, yeah. After Nick told me how bad his right. shot, I, I just texted said, everybody said, make sure you pat in your gun, boys. <laughs> no, but I, like, I turned around. I'm like, I'm going to commit to the field side for that high side you know my dad's like I'll, I'll stay in the timber side well i turn around they go back in those two toms and i get hen she comes out i got a video of it she can't be more than like 10 feet off the end of my barrel so mm -hmm. dinking around i'm like okay they're gonna follow her down so i'm like this is awesome and then i can hear stuff walking behind me and my dad's like don't move like he's on the other side of this big tree i was like yeah i know the hen's like right in front of me and he's like, do you see him? I was like, I see the hen. He's like, the toms. And I was like, no. And the minute I said no, just boom. And he just, like six turkeys just jump up in the air. And I'm like, what the heck? He's like, yeah, they I, they came around behind us. This is the only shot I had. And I'm like, no, I'm cool with it. I'm cool with it. So we got that turkey. And the crazy thing is like, I, this is, I've never seen this before. They were so fired up that morning. He literally shot and like, there was he said there were six of them together he shot they all jumped up in the air and there was another one down to the bottom that just shot gobbled off of his shot mm -hmm. he literally shot and the things were and they're like <laughs> so we stayed there for a while because we're like ah there's gonna be some more turkeys working in it never did we got his and then the next morning we committed more to the upper road mm -hmm. we're like all right they gotta come in while well, they're gobbling down low again they never really came out and this is where, this is the whole thing getting back to, like, turkey hunting for me is, like, cool, 
like it. I just like spending time with my dad that time of year. It's something we did growing up. That was like my first hunting. So I think that's more sentimental to me than anything. But after like eight, nine o'clock, like deer hunting, I'm fine. I'll sit out there all day. I'm just excited. But like eight, nine o'clock, I was literally on Idaho, or Idaho fishing game website looking up like kill stats for elk season last year. And I'm just dinking around on my phone because I finally had service. And then this is, I, I was just bored. I'm like, I'm over it. They're done gobbling for the morning. Well, when they're done gobbling, it usually means they're like starting to work out in the fields and that's when it's going to get hot. I was just dinking around on my phone and my dad's maybe 10 yards to my right. <laughs> All I hear is, Connor, Connor. I'm like, what? He's like, are you going to shoot it? I'm like, there was four turkeys out <laughs> in the decoys. He's like, they've been there for like five minutes. So I just roll over and I shoot the one. He's on his knees behind this log. He's like, what are you doing? Like he, he was trying to get my attention because he's already tagged out. Mm-hmm. So he's just calling for me. Trying to get my attention. So then he rolls onto his knee and like, so he gets like scoots over behind the log so he can get around. He was like throwing sticks at me and stuff. <laughs> and then he finally yelled my name and then they, I'm like, what? And then I see him I'm like, whoa. End up shooting a turkey. It was a pretty cool morning, but I'm like. Again, you know, Michael slept in on him. <laughs> I'm dinking around on my phone. It's like, we're in our late 20s, but he's working with a couple eight-year-olds. You know? My son <laughs> yeah. and his friends are failures. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's like, it's he loves turkey hunting. It's like his thing. He's so zoned in. and He's very good at it, at calling. And it just he just knows how to... I get too antsy. Like, when they're calling, I want to, like, run and gun after them. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, no, chill here. They come. They'll come might take three hours but they'll show up it's like i don't want to wait let's just go chase it down you know so it was a good year i mean i i'm happy to shoot a turkey but definitely was not because of me it was because of my dad he literally called it in and told you that it was here shoot it now it's basically like youth hunting again with yeah but all in all it was cool i think we had a good spring um i I've found this year too. What I liked about turkey season is like, just for me walking around in a lot of the woods, it, it looks just like it was in November before the snow hits. You can still see like old scrapes and big trails. And like, I started setting cameras real early this year. I don't know if that's good or bad, but it kind of, you don't have all the foliage and it looks just like it will in November. So I think I kind of picked that up this year that like, hey, you can scout for deer and kill turkeys all at once it's kind of a cool combo on that end but that's what i learned this year is pay attention get off your dang phone wake up yeah wake up and i don't know i think it's you can scout pattern you're gone yeah (laughs) all in all though we had a successful minus michael didn't get one but i still feel like you had some success and i think so like learning to stalk them and that type of thing and i don't know how do you feel about it good no i mean i like i said that first day we had him coming in got close and then that afternoon i got in pretty i mean i got in close to it It just gave me the slip there at the last little bit and if i knew that ground better i probably would have had it but it can be a frustrating bird and i know like nick you had a great season but you probably had some frustrations with them things it's like they do the same thing day in and day out or they'll answer your calls and for whatever reason they'll just like not show up or like we hunt hilly areas so do you and it's like they can sound like they're right there but they're really 500 yards away or i don't know they just some things frustrate the hell out of it's me. just sometimes they're like the smartest bird 
that you'll ever encounter, and then sometimes you'll just be done at 6.45. Yeah, because they're just dumb. They just, just come, in. come in, and it's over. And it's just like sometimes they'll, they'll just, one bird will commit straight to a decoy, and the next time you, you put out a decoy, and they're just like, they'll pop their head up, and they're like, uh-uh, just run away. And it's like, what the hell? Yeah. So I don't, I'm not the best at turkey hunting. I've been successful, but I feel like it's my dad that's made me successful. Maybe some people just got it and some don't on the turkey side. Yeah, <laughs> could knows? be. But goal for next turkey season, I think, is get Michael one. Yeah. I'd be it's up been for our goal th- for two or three years. And be up for that. Got to wake you up. It'll come. Next year, I won't shoot mine before you so that I'll, I'll make sure you get up. <laughs> Appreciate it. No problem. But All right, now they're spring.